Welcome to Can We Just Talk on the Tuesday crew, first Tuesday crew of the summer semester. It's been an interesting one. You know, I've randomly, my mic has been terrible. I've been cutting out. I don't even know if you guys can hear me right now. Yeah, we got you. But I'm going to, yeah, Dylan's got me and anyone listening over the air. You know, I've been having some mic issues today. So apologies on my end, but it's Can We Just Talk where we talk about whatever. It doesn't even got to be sports. We just pick a topic. We just go off. It's been all good. You know, you just talk about whatever. What are we going to talk about? Today, I'm going to talk about Disney Plus. You know, I just recently got a Disney Plus subscription. Disney Plus, if any of you are not aware, a lot of good stuff on there. All the Star Wars movies are on there. All the, all the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies are on there, and that's just a start. There's just so much on Disney Plus. This is not a Disney Plus advertisement. I was not paid. I'll tell you about what I've been watching on Disney Plus, though. I've been watching The Simpsons, and Christian will know this from the Friday crew last semester. All 31 or 30 seasons of The Simpsons, there's 700 plus episodes are on Disney Plus, and I've been watching that. I said last in the spring, I'm going to try to watch every single episode of The Simpsons. So far on that task, I've failed very, very badly. I have watched about 25 episodes total, the first 25. <laughs> so I, wa- I watched season one. I got like halfway into season two. And then I like did lose interest, but I basically just started watching another show. So my task to watch every single episode of The Simpsons failed very bad. What have I been watching on Disney Plus, though? There's a show Gravity Falls, if no one has ever heard of it. And it, it's somewhat mainstream. I think it was popular. It did win a few Emmy Awards. So it's known, but it's not necessarily name show so gravity falls it's a show about a couple kids dipper mabel they head to the northwest they go and they live with their grandfather for the summer but then some crazy stuff happens it's very good i don't want to give too much away but yeah i watched the show gravity falls that was fun christian dylan you know this is the era of binge watching ever since you know through the 2010s this last decade netflix got big first and then a bunch of other things followed. You know, Hulu followed. We got HBO Max, Disney Plus, Peacock. You know, there's just all these different streaming services have popped up over the last 10 years and have become so popular. So I want to know what shows have you guys been binging either recently over the last few years? What shows do you guys love? You know, we always talk sports on the crew. We don't always talk TV. I want to know what shows specifically you guys are into. Well, personally, I'm into, like, Star Wars stuff, so they have a bunch of different uh, Star Wars shows on there. They have, like, The Mandalorian. I- I'm a big fan of The Mandalorian on there. Uh, it's, like, a live-action TV show uh, about, like, a bounty hunter. And I- I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people know what this is, uh, Mandalorian. If you haven't, well, I don't you know. I, I guess, I guess get point. with the program. So uh, I- I- that's just a great show overall. And there's a couple, like, animated shows, too, on there for Star Wars, too. I think one's called Clone Wars. I actually enjoy that a little bit. Uh, I'm also a big Marvel guy too. I watch a bunch of the Marvel shows that are on there. Like I know they came out with the WandaVision show uh, recently, and and the Captain uh, America and Winter Soldier, uh, or what was it, a Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I I think, yeah, I think that, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. So I I enjoy both of those as well. I I can't wait for the Loki one to come out. I think that one comes out in June. Yeah, uh, June 9th. Yeah. So. That'll be fun to watch for sure. That's what I've been watching on there. Sometimes I watch, you know, some old Star Wars movies, but kind of don't do that as much now. Uh, but HBO Max, if you guys don't have HBO Max, like if you guys, all you need is just, um, you know, an HBO login, or if you guys have like a uh, a TV provider, whether that's like Optimum, Verizon, I don't know which ones you guys have, but you don't need to pay for it as long as you have, um you know, cable that has HBO, you can just log in using that information and, and you pretty much have like access to like a bunch of different movies and TV shows. And it's actually kind of crazy the amount of stuff they have on there. Um, like, like they have, I think they have all three of the Dark Knight movies on there from the, uh, the Christopher Nolan trilogy. So they have all of those on there. I'm a big fan of that too. I've been watching those recently. Um, but yeah, HBO Max is the way to go, honestly. It's, it's free. It comes with, you know, your cable provider. And you can watch movies on there. And plus, what's kind of crazy, too, is because of COVID and, and movie theaters, you know, not really being open, um, you know, they would release it in the theaters and also on HBO Max. So you could watch it there and not have to go to the theater and pay for an overpriced ticket and popcorn and all that stuff. You know, you could just watch it on your computer at your house, which was kind of nice. So 
some convenient stuff there. So I'm I'm a big fan of HBO Max as of late. I'm a the, the resident like Marvel, Star Wars, DC like fanatic for RUE. So like all questions come to me. But I'm, recently I've just been like a big movie geek for. It started with um for Oscar season for RUE. I watched all of the Best Picture nominees, and at that point, now I just watch a lot of you know like critically acclaimed movies. Probably start doing that like once or twice a week with whoever wants to watch it, just to you know pass the time away. Shortly in college, I'll probably be at the Rutgers Cinema pretty often. Five dollar ticket can't really go wrong for that. Yes, I agree. You know, you guys mentioned some great shows, Dylan. I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I have heard. I mean, I'm not saying I dislike Star Wars, but I've actually just never gotten around to watching the movies. And I know they're extremely, extremely popular. Not even one, though? I have not you seen any, any of them. I have oh, not. man. I have How not. is that possible? I, I, I need to. I need to. I, like, I gotta get around to it. And especially with Disney Plus now, like, I don't even have an excuse. I just, like, I gotta get to it at some point. Christian. I know there, there's, like, 12... Or go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, Christian, you sh- you should watch them, like, how they came out, right? Like, four, five, six, and then the prequels, right? Like, that's yeah, how you, you should, should watch them? Yeah, you should watch them how they came out. Okay, I'd yeah. Say. All right, yeah, so... So, that, that if you ever decide to watch them, Doug, watch the older ones first... And then I the think ones, they show it in that order, I think. Yeah, they probably do. So, yeah, just watch it in whichever order Disney Plus has it in for you. And then, dude, it's, 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 they're great movies. I mean, you know, they, they can get, I guess, tiring after you rewatch them a bunch of times. But for this being your first time, they're really good, in my opinion. I'm a big fan. There's only, honestly, Christian, I don't know about you, but I think he can skip the sequels. Those movies are not good, good at all. Yeah, I think, it's I, just, those are just more if you like how, if you're a big person on like, cgi and you like how movies look like they uh, in terms of aesthetics they look they look great but the story is you know all over the place kind of but if you like cinematography and all that stuff then the sequels are for you but if you don't then you don't even have to they might even rewrite it somehow but the mandalorian is more closer to the the prequel slash sequel i think i think it's more like revenge of the sith time i'm not exactly sure on the timeline i forget but the Mandalorian is really good in that too. All right, thank you guys. Definitely, I'll have to check those out. You know, I my my movie watching resume is not great. There's just so many great movies I haven't seen. But now I know it's different. You know, in the past you'd have to either catch a rerun on cable or either have the movie on DVD. But now with streaming, you know, it's really great, really easy to catch up on stuff you haven't seen. Have you have you seen all the Marvel movies, Doug? Not, I have not actually, and that's something I really? need to catch up on too. I feel like you know what's crazy. I feel like I'm the, one of the only people who hasn't seen them because I hear like Endgame and all that like cited, like people talk about that so much. Wait, you've never I, have, you've never seen Endgame? I haven't seen like any of the movies. There's like twenty three. Oh of them. my god. Seen. There, I'll give, I'll cut you a break there, Doug. There are a lot of movies, and it's definitely easier to watch all of them when you know when you're, you know, when you're waiting for the new one to come out every two years or so. So it's not like you know it's all in front of you in one sitting. I'll give you that. But I have a friend too who who hasn't seen, you know, any of the Marvel movies, but he's a big Star Wars fan. Um, and so so I I understand you know where you're coming from in a sense. But those movies definitely you have to watch too. I mean. There are some that I would consider you don't have to watch that are just kind of just bad, but in terms of story and how it like kind of lines up, you have to watch them. Like the first two Thor movies, just like I don't know, they're, 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 they suck, they're not you it just for gotta me. Watch it if you're gonna, yeah, they they're not good. It's coming from someone who knows comics and everything like that. They're not good. The third one rejuvenated Thor, but that was that's the best thing. But they also decided to go a different direction with Thor at that point because the first two movies sucked. Yeah, I, I would definitely start with Star Wars, though. There's only six movies you you have to watch as opposed to, like, 23 or something stupid yeah, like that. Yeah, we're at 23. 20, well, maybe not 23. Maybe it's, like, 23, 26. Because the, the new shows also count, kind of. It's basically short movies, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, Doug, I, I would highly suggest you start Star Wars. I mean, if you're willing to sit down and watch, you know, 30-plus episodes of The Simpsons, I think you'll enjoy you know, wasting your time watching Star Wars as opposed to watching, you know, this <laughs> so many episodes <laughs> of The Simpsons. Uh, yeah. So I, I would Here, highly question. suggest it. it. If you guys had to recommend either starting Star Wars or Marvel, I have Disney Plus, so I could watch either. Which would you recommend doing first? I mean, I would do Star Wars first. There's only six yeah, movies. Star Wars is, yeah, Star Wars would be shorter. 
Marvel would take you longer if you want to actually watch everyone, even the ones that aren't as good. But wait, so you said there there's six Star Wars movies? I thought there was twelve. Isn't there the, like three trilogies and then like three standalone ones? Yeah, three trilogies and yeah, what like I think there there's Rogue One, there's um Solo, Solo, and uh, yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? Um, I think it's eleven. Though. I think that's it, and then I think the with the three originals, the uh, the prequels and the sequels. We were saying you don't have to watch the sequels because they're kind of trash. You can watch Rogue One. Rogue One is actually very good. Rogue One's a good movie. And Solo, I don't know. It's it's all right. But Rogue One's actually right. good. Rogue, Rogue One's, One's actually, actually really good. very good. So so watch the first three. Watch the, I would say, watch the first. So, okay, so so you would watch Rogue One first then, no? Technically? No, Rogue One is, I think, after the the first movies. There's obviously a list online that show you, and I think they put it in chronological order on Disney+. Plus. I have that tab open on my computer. Because think, Christian, like, you know how it ends, right? That, that kind of lines yeah. up with the with A New Hope, no? So wouldn't it yeah, technically go first? Yeah, it does. So, yeah, I think it, okay. it would be before those. Yeah, yeah. All right, right. So, so we have an updated list for you, Doug. Uh, Rogue One, you should watch first. Um, okay, Rogue One first, got it. I guess, or would you just rather watch, would you rather just have him watch, Christian, the you first six, and then just watch Rogue One later, and then it would understand it? Yeah, you could always watch just and release it at that point. Some people like to do that. I think I think I just watched in the order they were released and then I guess kind of like try to understand based on the story. Or but There's obviously things who... online that you could look up because Rogue One obviously came out recently. That was in the 2010 sometime. And it's it, it doesn't line up with the timeline, obviously, because they made the movies a long time ago. But there's plenty of things online that show timelines and preferred ways of watching it. Yeah, so you know what? Just watch the original six, the, the the ones that came out first, then the prequels, and then you can skip the sequels because they're just not good, not it at all. Yeah, if you're if you're bored, then you might you could just watch it. Yeah, just because if you want to fall asleep and, and you need something to watch, then you could watch that for sure. You know, yeah, put that on got the background. It. I know that isn't Donald Glover isn't one of the movies, right? Isn't He's he in, in solo. solo. Yeah, got it. Got it. He plays uh, a younger version of Lando, right, Christian? Yep. Okay. Lando so there you go. Um, but yeah, I would definitely watch the Star Wars movies first, just because there's not as many. Marvel will take you a long time. Marvel will take you a long time. Yeah, I've seen all those movies countless amount of times. Guardians of the Galaxy, one countless amount of time, and DC movies too. That's got. There's Chris Pratt stars in that, right? Yeah. Yeah, he is Star Lord. Got it. Got it. I've seen that movie. Oh man, it's gotta. I don't even know at this point. Probably what are, like nineteen times? Doug, what other movies have you not seen that you know? I guess you would you know see a lot and think that they're kind of like big time movies that you haven't oh, seen that you Dylan, can go. Dylan, Dylan, I, I can't even like I can't even start to tell you my, my movie watching resume is really really it's bad. Probably I know, Yeah, right. Christian, you sound like a big like fanatic on all this stuff. You sound like you know what you're talking about. So I I, I don't even. Like I'm almost embarrassed to say, like there's just a lot of big name movies I have not seen. Like what? Like and what? Tr- Here, name name like an essential movie you think that like everyone's seen. Inception. No, I have not seen Inception. Oh my, what a what a classic! It's a good movie. Have you seen any yeah. of the uh, the Dark Knight trilogy movies? Yeah, I've seen, I have I've not seen, seen any oh, of those. No way, Doug. <laughs> Sorry, bro, I'm <laughs> telling you, I, I'm telling you. It, it, it's what did not you watch great. when you were young? <laughs> it's not- when I was young, I watched like Pixar stuff. I've seen I've seen most of the Pixar films. I thought those were great. No, like, the Toy like, Story not, movies. Not like super young. Like probably like I don't know. Like when you were like fourteen, like 15. eight to thir- eight to thirteen in that range. What did you when didn't I was know what you were watching? Thirteen around that age. I was watching like movies wise or like TV movies. Yeah, yeah movies. Yeah, movies, movies. Or I don't even remember. I, I didn't, like. I did not go to a movie theater that often. I think I saw Shrek. I think. <laughs> like, I saw all the Shrek movies. Like I saw Despicable Me. Um, like you can't go wrong I don't with know, the Minions. Just, yeah, bro. <laughs> I saw the Minions movie too. Actually, that one was a little whack, but I saw it with my summer. Yeah, camp. the Minions just make money because you know they're yeah so they're, they're crazy. Uh, I saw the other I, day that a... the one minion is five seven, and that Gru is fourteen <laughs> feet tall. You could look it up. What? Gru is fourteen feet tall. He's like a tree. Bruh. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen Avatar the original like two thousand nine like with the with blue the blue people? people? Yeah. I have not seen that. I would say that's an essential oh my one. 
It's like the Doug, highest grossing I, film I got, of all time. Yeah now, yeah, now it is. Right. Doug hasn't seen the highest grossing films of all time. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I probably have... I haven't seen it. It's, it's Christian. I, I feel bad to admit it, but, like, I'll, I'll get around to watching it. Like, I... I really like comedies. I just watched like I a that. couple months ago. I watched I watched Super Bad for the first time. Have I you thought seen that was Borat? Really, really good. Yeah, have you seen Borat? I, I I've seen both Borat. Yeah, both okay. one and two. Yeah, I saw yeah, it. They were really good. Yeah. The classic. First comedy. one's ten times better. Yeah, the opinion. second one. The second one's a, a pretty decent. I I I heard some people say they did not like the second one. I thought I thought it was good. I thought it's I still thought it was okay. it's still funny, I but it. I think I the first one's better. I agree. Yeah. It's just because, you know, Borat see... is Borat. Yeah, the first one came out 06, but I didn't see it till like, recently. I didn't see it till the last couple of years. Yeah, I was definitely not able to watch Borat at that age. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, a little kid. There was no I was yeah, going to nah, be allowed. Nah. <laughs> now I watched, like, every, like I said, the, all the Best Picture nominees, so I had to watch eight films for our Oscars show for RUE this year, and I did all that, and I was one of the only ones who watched it, along with Dennis who I managed to beat out for best, like we do, like the predictions for all the awards, and I beat him this year after he had reigned supreme for the past two years of him being at Rutgers. But the, I always want make sure, I always tell people, watch like the the movie that wins best, best picture every year because usually can't go wrong with that film. Nomadland won this year, right? That I didn't picture? like that film, never mind. I didn't like Nomadland. <laughs> the the one that won the year before Parasite was probably one of the best films I've ever seen in my life. But I did not like Nomadland oh, bro, that much. I saw Parasite. I oh, you saw? Parasite. Was okay, it good? I've never Par- seen it. Parasite. Parasite's yes. great. Parasite was very good. You what, have to read the subtitles because it's obviously in Korea. It's in, It's about a. It's in, it's in Korean. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's okay. in Korean, but there's subtitles. But you can tell by the acting, you know what's coming. But there's um, there's a poor family that. One kid starts working for a rich family, and then he eventually gets the rest of his family into that that rich family working for them, and they don't know that they're, uh, you know, a family infiltrating that family, and then you know it all runs amok by the end, and it's a big twist. Yeah. Okay. It's super dramatic, and it's very well shot, and it's just like it's super entertaining. Yeah, it's the first and, uh, you know, you... foreign language film to win Best Picture. Okay. It out of all the Oscars, you know it's been like ninety six. Last summer, last summer, I took uh, like an intro to Korean course to like fulfill up a core, core requirement, and like my teacher assigned my professor assigned Parasite to watch for class. So I guess like she, Rutgers has some agreement. So she posted the film to Canvas without subtitles, and I was like, "Bruh, no, oh I, my I'm gosh. not watching this without subtitles." So I went online to some special websites and I watched it with <laughs> subtitles. And oh yeah, I was like, "No, nah, I'm not." Websites. This literally. This one awards like I'm not watching this on Canvas with no subtitles. Absolutely not. This if I need to watch this for class, I'm yeah, I'm gonna understand what's going on. Yeah, not saying that I use the special websites, but there was a there was a way that I watched all eight films when only the, about two of them were on streaming services. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> little one, two, three movie action. I see. No, a little bit of soap today. That's, yeah, that's a classic. A little me. bit, some of those special sites. A little bit of those special sites. You might think that you have yeah, a virus, I... but if you have a PC, you <laughs> yeah, probably those, won't those, get those one. Those messages are lies. Yeah, they're always lies. Just, just X out three times, and then you'll get to your film. <laughs> yeah, Christian. You know, I feel like th- these can we just talks where we talk about TV and movies are the best. You know, on Friday Crew, we did these a couple of these. There's always a lot to talk about with TV and movies. This is like basically even... the whole episode of RUE. Talk about movies the whole <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, it's it's fire, Christian. You know, I, it's funny. I, I started this off with Gravity Falls. Have you seen Gravity Falls? Yeah, when I was younger, of course. That was one of those yeah, shows that, that, that was always show... on TV. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah, that shows fire. And I I didn't realize when I was like when I watched it on its like Disney Channel, I thought it was like one of those kind of like typical. Just like low key Disney shows, but once I like got more into it and realized, like, oh wait, no, like there's an elaborate plot here. Yeah, and there's an elaborate plot water. for a kid show, in that. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. It's it's very entertaining. Have any of you guys seen uh, Saving Private Ryan, the war movie? Yeah, a long time ago, but I need to watch it again. Cause it, it was I, a, I watched it when I was young, but it was like on TV, so like you know I don't get the full effect of yeah. that film. 
I gotta watch it again. Yeah, I, I have. I saw the first twenty minutes, but I didn't see the film in full. But I saw like that opening scene in like um on the beach. Is it Normandy? Yeah, yeah on the beach. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That's, that's I saw of, that. I didn't see the whole film though. That's one of the best, in my opinion, war movies of all time. Just I don't know. Just have something. You seen, uh, just something that? about it. War, what's that movie? Uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I like the first half of the movie more than the second half. With you know, private pile and everything, it does get dark. By the end, by the end of the second half, first half, it's the tick to turn. Like, come on, man! He just wanted the donut. Like, let him have he it. He just man. wanted the donut, private pile. <laughs> we watched that in we watched that in class for like um, U.S. history, and he played that. For, our teacher played that for like a week, and we, you know we were all laughing at the first half, and then it just takes a turn. Yeah. For the worst, and we we're like, what? What just happened, dude? <laughs> But those movies are great. Dude, yeah, old movies always are seem to be coming back all the time now. Dude, you can si- Silence, everything. Silence of the Lambs is a good movie too. I don't know. If I watched it when I was movie. really young, and I knew it was good then. Yeah, geez, it, really young. That's <laughs> yeah. I was I was watching stuff early. I think like I didn't really watch like obviously I did watch kid shows, but like if I was home alone, I would put it on like Criminal Minds, like all the Bro, I watched Criminal oh Minds, Law and Order, SVU when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I was one of them. I know. Yeah. Never got the talk Did growing you watch... up. Just watch yeah. the show. You figured, oh, he's got to know what it is at that point. Have you seen Breaking Bad? I've yes. seen like clips, of, obviously clips of it. I don't have time to watch the whole show at this point. I probably will oh. eventually, but at, at some I know point, what happened. If you do get around to it, I, I'd highly recommend it. It's like. It's like one of my friends described it as like a five season long movie, and it's basically what it is. But like. You've seen more, Christian. You definitely your resume in terms of TV and movie watching is a lot better than mine. But at some point, I think I would recommend adding Breaking Bad. I always say watch it's, The Boys as well on Amazon. The Boys. If you haven't seen that. I've heard of it. I have show. not seen it. I gotta it's get around a, to it. I'd say it's like you know. Obviously, we have all these superhero shows, but this superhero show is heavily rated R, with violence, cursing, you know, everything that rated R has for you, and it's just super, super good. Like, imagine, well, their version of Superman is, you know, he, from the outside looking in, he's the blonde hair, blue-eyed guy who saving people on, you know, behind the scenes. He's a monster, dude. So just picture that, and the acting is stellar in it. So that, The Boys, it has two seasons on Amazon Prime, eight episodes, an hour each. You can get through it pretty quick because it's hard to stop watching. Yeah, I've seen Breaking Bad before. Right. That that that's a great show, Doug. It's one of my favorites. Um, you know, The Office is up there too. I don't know if you guys have seen that. That those oh, shows are yes. just great. I've seen, yeah, The Office. I've seen every episode on like multiple occasions. I watched all nine like back when it was on Netflix before I left to go to Peacock. Right. Yeah, I watched all nine seasons through on like multiple occasions. It's just so perfect. Oh, it's great. It's great. All right. So to wrap up this segment, Doug. Christian and I, we, we, we're both going to agree here. We're going to say you, you first watch the first six Star Wars movies. That's that, that should be the first thing on the list. Watch those six movies, and then you can watch, you know, the other ones that are kind of like the standalone films, whatever, at another time. You don't have to watch that. Just watch the first six. And then, you know, I, you know, I would get into, I, I don't know, because Marvel's a lot of movies. 23 movies is a lot. You know, you could watch Dark Knight. Those are only three movies. Uh, Inception's one movie, so you could watch a bunch of those movies and just, you know, look up. I would just look up must see movies of all time. It's literally what I'm looking at right now on my screen, and they just have a bunch of movies on there. And if you haven't seen them, you know, maybe give us a text or something them, yeah. and, and just, you know, ask us what you think about it and we'll tell you. Um, but that's definitely what you should do first on the list is Star Wars. Definitely watch those first six. Welcome back to the Tuesday crew. I'm Dylan Allen alongside Christian Vasquez and Doug Willig. We talked about some NBA action going on earlier with the play-in games. We just talked about some movie stuff for a little bit. Can we just talk? We had the locks of the week. And now for the last segment of the show, we're going to talk a little bit about boxing, maybe some MMA. We're going to give some updates about the NBA. Um, But Christian, I know you... You've been recently getting into boxing. Why don't you give us a little overview of what's kind of going on in the boxing world? Yeah, recently we just had um, the big fight that, you know, the heavyweights seem to be taking over. And obviously we had the Canelo the Alvarez fight about a week or two ago versus uh, Billy Joe Saunders. And that ended with 
know, Canelo adding another belt to his resume. He's out of the five that he can possibly have. He has his four, I believe. So he's going for essentially, he's basically the Thanos of his division. They're saying he's trying to get all the, all the belts. He has one more person to be. And then at that point he can just do whatever he wants. But recently news that was coming out. If you guys had heard before, there was the fights between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, which are the heavyweights in their division. Both, you know, six, seven, six, nine, probably like two fifty each. They had fought two fights first first one and then a draw. A lot of people thought that Fury had won the fight. But in the second fight, it ended in a seventh round TKO where Tyson Fury just basically outboxed Deontay Wilder and his corner threw in threw in the towel and, you know, ended the fight. And he had wanted a rematch for a while and, you know, nothing had come about. And he still was trying to get it. But Tyson Fury had announced yesterday that his fight against Anthony Joshua, another fighter from your from the UK who's very strong. He's has some belts. There was going to be a unification fight that was 100% on for August 14th in Saudi Arabia. And then an arbitrator ruled that on Monday that Fury must face Deontay Wilder in a rematch by September 15th. So that's basically saying that the Anthony Joshua fight that Tyson Fury was supposed to have is basically scrapped right now. There might be some negotiations to move the Wilder fight back a little bit, but it seems like that Anthony Joshua fight will not happen and we'll get another Fury and Wilder fight soon. So, Doug, what do you think about that right now? Yeah, Christian, I my internet just got a little bad again, so I missed part of what you said. That being said, I am not the WRSU boxing expert so I probably cannot provide a lot of great analysis here. I believe our producer Dylan Allen stepped away for a second. I'm so back, I, guys. I can't I'm provide back. great analysis. Oh, oh, Dylan's back. All right. So yeah, I'm back, guys. Basically, Christian Christian gave us some nice boxing analysis. I cannot provide any of my own, but maybe Christian. Hold you on, have this this Dylan might put it. a little bit on it with the with the switch of the fight, the Tyson Fury Anthony Joshua fight. They were obviously set for Saudi Arabia. It's a big fee. And there's a $155 million site fee, which basically that means that there they had the money allotted. To, there was $5 million allotted for the undercard and expenses. And the other $150 million would have been $75 million for each fighter. And now that fight might be off. So that's a little crazy. That's, that's also the big thing that Fury and Joshua are not happy about right now, especially with that fight might be canceled. And that's how much it would have cost for the fight to happen or that's how much they would have gotten paid. Yeah, to it's fight. like a it's like a they would have both got seventy five million. It's like a site fee because uh, you know, Saudi Arabia they put it there. You you know, it's not the best place to fight. They have to over in the States the fight probably comes on at like three or five o'clock. And yeah, I think it actually would come on at like two if it was at eleven over there. Because I remember WWE did some pay per views over in Saudi Arabia and they were in the middle of my school day. So if this fight was to ha- happen in Saudi Arabia, it'd be in the middle of the day. You'd get the pay-per-view buys would be less because you know they're streaming, but they would get seventy-five million just to show up. That's like, a ton could, of money. Whatever the result is at the end, someone could get knocked down in the first round. They both get seventy-five million guaranteed, win or lose. That's stupid money. Like I'm like that's boxing for you. Like here's the problem with that for me. Like it's you know Saudi Arabia, they want the whole you know event to be there. But I mean, how much money could they be possibly making to it's then that somehow oil money, dude. To, to then somehow <laughs> what'd you say? It's that oil money. But but I'm saying like how could they from from you know from all the viewership and the pay per view? I mean, I, I can't see them making all that money back. I don't even know. I feel like they're just they're paying them from like the people who are allowing this to happen in Saudi Arabia might just be putting the money in to pay them. Because there was also, a, Tyson Fury had talked about one time how he was going to have a fight versus Vladimir Klitschko for a heavyweight title on a cruise ship in Saudi Arabia. So they were paying for them to have the fight and the cruise ship, and they were going to pay them for that fight, which would have been huge at the time. So a lot of these things in Saudi Arabia, I believe they pay to put those events there, and they'll pay the, well, the boxers to just fight, which is nuts to me how much money gets put into this. Yeah, and you know, I'm looking too at other boxing news with like Logan Paul and, and Floyd Mayweather. If that, if you consider that right, real have you boxing, seen those, have you seen have you seen those TikTok fights that are going on too? Yeah, with the it's TikTok stupid. one. Those is I know it's stupid, but I feel like it's so intriguing because I just want to see someone one of them get knocked out for all the trash that they talk 
I mean, it's Coming great. TikTok. It's great but entertainment. It, I'll give them that. Yeah, and a lot of, to be honest, the you know obviously it's stupid. Like these guys are getting, you know, like a pit, like a big pay per view fight when you know boxers have been fighting their whole lives and still haven't gotten that opportunity. But to be honest, putting eyes on boxing, that boxing hasn't really had that many you know eyes on it for a while. And since Floyd Mayweather left, obviously Canelo is still Canelo, and he gets his buys, but. Boxing overall in other divisions hasn't been, you know, really strong. And I think it's getting eyes on boxing and it's getting some fights made really quickly. You know, these kids from TikTok got, are going to Hard Rock Stadium and fighting when some people can't even get their, you know, heavyweight fights set. And they did this in about like two months. So I think it's getting boxing changed. It's not all of, you know, for years it's about promoters and what fights they want to see, not what the fans want to see. Like it took years for Pacquiao and Mayweather to fight and now these TikTok kids are getting it but I don't know I just want to see some people get knocked out to be honest those TikTok fights are going to be so stupid I mean does Logan Paul have like any chance in the world like in my opinion I, I don't see it no um, unless unless he obviously like you know he probably yeah he surely puts in the work out of the two brothers, I think Logan Paul's the more tolerable one. He actually has a decent podcast. Jake just calls out everyone yeah. and wants to fight him. Logan actually, you know, more respectable, actually does some pretty cool stuff and with his content. But out of you know, just it's Floyd Mayweather, the best defensive fight heavyweight fighter, fifty what fifty one and oh, I guess fifty oh, fifty one and oh, it doesn't really matter. He's undefeated in fifty fights. And so at that point, he's just going to play defense. He's going to just body shot him the whole time. And at that point, what are you going to do? You get hit with a liver shot, you can't even move. Yeah, I, I, I don't really see Logan Paul really winning anything here. It, it, I am reading an article, though, that the Floyd Mayweather Promotions Company, is they filed a lawsuit for $122 million yeah. uh, in a dispute over the, the, the venue for the fight with Pac Entertainment Worldwide. Um yeah, I heard they wanted it in Dubai. It was supposed to be in Dubai, and obviously that didn't happen because it's going to be a Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, it's gonna, it, it was in Miami, but apparently you're right. He wanted it in Dubai, uh, and now— Which probably would have made him more money, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, you're you know, right. I mean, look how much Fury and, and Anthony yeah. Joshua are getting to go to Saudi Arabia. They're getting $75 million, you know, as a down payment, and, and that's not even including the, you know, the winnings for first and you know, runner-up and whoever wins. And yeah, so— they're suing because apparently it could be a breach of contract than what they originally agreed on. So that's what he's seeking. He's seeking that much money because of that um, uh, for a potential breach of contract. But regardless, I just don't see, you know, Logan have any chance in this fight whatsoever. Yeah, I don't either. I just think it's a it's a huge money grab for, for Floyd Mayweather. For Floyd. I heard that he was making $100 million to fight. And I'm sure I'm sure Logan's making a pretty penny too. Whether he yeah, wins or loses, yeah, I would you I would take that fight too. He's surely getting just to get beat up by Floyd. And at that point, if he feels that he's getting hit in the body too much, because Floyd, there's the obvious the size difference there. Floyd's not going to be going for like a knockout hit straight to the face. It's a little too much to you know punch up. It's much harder. So he's just going to body shot him the whole time and just taking a beating from one of the uh, one of the best, if not the best, boxers of all time. It's just I'd take for what, like twenty million to do it? Shoot, I'd take a million to get hit like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I would take pretty much anything too. I mean, that's just that's that's stupid money. But at the same time, you know, it, it's it comes along with his with his popularity. You know, he's not making that much money unless he has all this popularity. You know, to kind of like boost up the fight in in a sense. You know, Doug, who do you do you think Logan has any chance in this? Look, I, I'm not a big fan of the Paul brothers, just Jake or Logan. It, just not in terms of boxing, but in terms of their presence online. You know, obviously they were big before boxing. So I just, I root against them in, in all regards. I, I don't like how they conduct themselves. And I mean, I, it's just ever since Jake Paul did the team. That whole thing. Uh, with the in Japan, I know he apologized, but I'm just not a big fan of their presence, and I'm not a big fan of their continued celebrity. So while I'm definitely no boxing expert, don't know as much as you guys, I I, I just root against him. That's my take. Yeah, I don't think he has a chance in the world. Floyd Mayweather has gone toe to toe with some of the best to ever do it. Um, 
But you know, if you want, we could segue a little bit into into basketball. You know, we we talked about the play-in games, you know, to open the show, and you know, the Pacers game started around six thirty, and they're up sixty-nine to forty-five at the half over the Charlotte Hornets, a, a great half from the Pacers. Uh, and so far, all three of us, you know, are right in the sense we all picked the Pacers to win this game, and so far it's looking pretty good. You know, look at the box score a little bit. Some surprise or some head scratchers. I mean, Doug McDermott for the Pacers, 20 points already. He's 4 of 5 shooting from beyond the arc uh, and 7 of 8 overall. Uh, and so 20 points from him is kind of ridiculous. DeMontis Sabonis struggling from the field. He's 1 for 8, 0 for 2 from 3, has has just 2 points, three foul, uh, 2 fouls and 3 turnovers, but does have 12 rebounds and 5 assists. So... Seems like it seems like the reason why the Pacers are winning this game is because of the rebounding. They lead at twenty eight to nineteen uh, in that in that margin. So they're 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 winning the 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 rebounds off the glass, and it's really just dominating Charlotte. Um, some other scores for the Pacers: Malcolm Brogdon has thirteen points, five of seven shooting, two of three from beyond the arc, along with six assists, uh, and. Uh, that's uh, TJ McConnell off the bench, eight points, four rebounds, one steal, or excuse me, three steals, one assist. So it just seems like the Pacers are just flat out dominating. After one half of basketball, the offense is clicking on all cylinders, and the defense is playing well, only giving up 45 points. It just looks like Charlotte doesn't have an answer right now. I mean, Terry Rozier yeah, is shooting. You know, I... Go ahead, Doug. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not obviously not watching the game as I'm on crew. I actually don't have it on a TV in the background. I don't have a TV in this room, but so I haven't been able to watch. I'm gonna put that game on though once we're done with crew in about 15 minutes. That being said, I mean we've seen 25 point comebacks, 24 point comebacks in the NBA before, so it wouldn't be completely unprecedented if Charlotte comes back. But kind of looks like this one's been wrapped up. Kind of looks like Charlotte's gonna be out of the playoffs. You know, obviously, yeah, but. Great rookie season for LaMelo Ball. I think, you know, in my personal opinion, he's got a good shot at Rookie of the Year. I know he was might have been the front runner until he missed a lot of games, and then Anthony Edwards might have, you know, been the, probably split some votes. Not sure who's going to win there. That being said, Miles Bridges has had some nice highlights, and I know that, you know, if you're a basketball fan, you, you always see those Hornets highlights getting reposted everywhere. Eric Collins, Hornets play-by-play announcer, screaming bridges and ball, and he just goes insane with golly, Miss Molly. He's got a lot of calls there, a lot of interesting stuff. So sad if the Hornets get eliminated, which has not happened yet. Sad to see them go. They had a good season, you know. And, yeah, I think uh, I don't have a way to end this point. Devontae Graham, you know, regressed a little bit this year after kind of stepping up last year. Good to see the Pacers move on if that's what happens. And I don't know how far they're advanced, you know, like we touched on earlier in the show. Actually, I'm not sure if we touched on this, but Karis LeVert's out due to health and safety protocols. So he'll probably miss that next game. Yeah, no one was really probably um, looking forward to this game that much. But you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, it's still kind of crazy too to think that the Pacers are, you know, winning this rebound margin by so by so much. It's it's now thirty to nineteen as the second half to, uh, the second half uh, just started uh, not too long ago. Uh, but the Pacers don't have Miles Turner either, who's like their go-to center, uh, who's been like their main guy for a bunch of years now, and he's out as well. Uh, you pointed out Karis Levert too. Interesting to see how the Pacers, how this Pacers team can still keep up this you know, this offensive dominance without, you know, a guy like Karis LeVert who'll give you 20 points a night. And you got a guy like Doug McDermott who's kind of stepped up tonight 20 points already, as I pointed out. But another thing to look at too, Charlotte shooting 19 of 51 overall. That's 36% as a team and 4 of 20 from downtown. That's 20%. And meanwhile, the Pacers are shooting 11 of 21 from downtown, 52% as a team. And they're shooting 57% as a team from the floor. So it's just it's just an all out you know it's just the offense is just too much to handle for Indiana. They're up 76 to 47 now as we speak with about 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. Uh so so let's just assume guys uh for for conversation's sake that the Pacers win this game, right? They send Charlotte home packing. So now 
Indiana moves on and they play the loser of the Washington-Boston game. Let's say Boston loses tonight's game against Washington. You know, who do you have coming out of that game? Do you have the Pacers or, or Boston? Or or if you think Washington will lose, who do you have winning in that matchup if it's between them and the Wizards? Yeah, I'm, I'm not big on the Wizards. I, like I mentioned earlier in the show, all respect to Westbrook and Beal, but I'm not big on that team advancing, you know, far in these playoffs. I think that the Pacers have a shot at that game. That being said, who knows? Who knows, really? It's, it's tough. You know, in a seven-game series, the better team usually, not always, but usually prevails. In a one-game series, though, like we see in the NFL, if it's just one game, you don't know what's going to happen. You come in, you have a bad game, you're out, even if you're the better team. So that's why it's tough to predict. I would pick the Pacers over the Wizards. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion. Maybe not. It's – I just am not big on Washington. What do you think, Christian? Yeah, I, I – th- Right now, I, I know I, we thought a little bit different to Doug here with the Washington. Washington, we think, has been playing great as of late. I think Washington, you know, will, when they're, they win this game, they'll get right in. So, But right now, it's looking like the Pacers are playing real well, and the best player on their team only has four points. So, you know, Brogdon has 16, McDermott has 20, Brissett has 12. And some of the bench players are putting in work too. And their best player overall, Sabonis, only has four points. So I think that really shows that the Pacers are, you know, here to make an impact. And, you know, I would be scared for the Celtics if they lose that game and have to play against them. Because tonight's shooting is showing that they're really on something. Right now, they're over 50% on field goals. So it's a great shooting night for them. Yeah, and I know you guys guys said you aren't that you know, into baseball, but some news too that kind of came out as we were going along with the show. Mike Trout, I'm sure both of you know who that is, even if you're not really into baseball. He's one, he's the best player in the league. He suffered a right calf strain or ankle strain, excuse me, in last night's game. He will be out for six to eight weeks. Uh, he He's on the 10-day IL, a bit of a blow to my, my fantasy team. He was my first pick uh, in the first round this year. Oh, so no, you hate to see it. Yeah, so that's going to suck. But good thing it's uh, it's a long season for baseball. Six to eight weeks, you know, I, I don't know how many games that is, but it's going to be a lot. But at least they play 162, so it's not that bad. It's not like it's football where, you know, he's out for the whole season and it's, it's pretty much done with. Um, or at least if he misses six to eight weeks, that's six to eight games. So it's not that not, not as bad, I'd say. Um, another interesting thing, too, I mean, I'm sure you guys know who Garrett Cole is, the Yankees pitcher. He set a record last night, 61 strikeouts uh, over his last 41 and two-thirds innings uh, pitched. And that's a new record because he threw those 61 strikeouts without a walk uh, given. And the record, the record for most strikeouts without a walk was set by Corbin Burns, who pitches for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, and that was set, like I, I think, a week ago at 58 strikeouts. He started mm. the season out with 58 strikeouts, no walks, and then he gave up his first walk of the season. Uh, and, and and Garrett Cole hadn't given up a walk since April 12th, and he gave one up last night uh, against the Texas Rangers, but was able to pass the record with 61 strikeouts. Now he is the new record holder for most strikeouts without a walk given up. Um, and it was kind of interesting to see that this record was broken twice in one season. I remember I, I saw a graphic the other day, or yesterday when it happened, it didn't happen that often. I think it happened like three other times in, in MLB history where somebody um, or, you know, the last time that it was broken, there was a big gap in between the times. And this year, it happened twice. So it's, you know, kind of interesting there, especially for me as a baseball fan, to see that. And as as a Yankees fan, it was great to see Cole get that achievement. But uh, they did lose the Yankees 5-2 to two yesterday. So kind of stinks in that aspect. But I was still happy to see him get a record there uh, to put under his belt. Um so that was that was cool to see for sure. I don't know if you guys also saw like I know you guys said you aren't big into baseball, but did you see that whole debacle last year with Fernando Tatis uh, and the bases loaded issue, where he swung at like a three zero pitch, and, I think I actually and, heard about and that. hit a grand slam, and there was a whole thing about like an unwritten rule in baseball, and you know a three zero count you're not supposed to swing at that. So anyway, <laughs> w- whether you know about I it, don't or know. I don't know. I- I, I don't know about this, Dylan. My my gut reaction is that I wouldn't care about an unwritten rule, but here, go ahead. 
Explain why. Yeah, so it so this so it happened last year. Fernando Tatis hit a grand slam, and and they were just killing. I think it was the Texas Rangers. They were just killing them, and you know the 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 Rangers manager after the game was was pretty ticked off about it. He said it was there was a, there's an unwritten rule in baseball where if you're up by a certain amount of runs and it's bases loaded with with a three zero count, you know you're not supposed to swing at it. Uh, and obviously Tatis did. The only reason why I bring this up is because a similar thing happened last night with Yerman Mercedes. He plays on the Chicago White Sox. Uh, he is a rookie, so I don't expect you guys to know who he is. I only know who he is because he's kind of come on the scene this year. But in last night's game, they're up 15-4 against the Minnesota Twins late in the game, and they bring in a position player to pitch for the Twins because they're losing by so many. And he's throwing like 45 miles an hour, something you'd see in like Little oh, League. Oh, I did see. I think I saw this actually. And, and Mercedes <laughs> absolutely loads up and just swings as hard as he can, and he hits it for a home run to like deep center field. And after the game, the, the White Sox manager, not the other team, the White Sox manager said that it was wrong to do and that he is going to like pay for not not the price like that it sounds like that but it was like he's going to you know have he's going to face punishment for it but it this like it's kind of the same thing that happened last year and I'm like listen he's a he's a designated hitter home run stats are like everything for those guys you know if you play defense and you bring that to the table you can have you don't have to have the best offensive stats but when your main job is to go up there and hit the ball every time and you don't have to worry about fielding of course I'm going to try and take that deep yeah. I mean who cares it's so stupid yeah, I could, I could see that there. I know what the designated hitter. They're, you know, that's what that's literally in the job description. You're supposed to hit, but that I saw that forty. I actually yeah. saw that that clip yesterday with the guy who was throwing like straight forty five. It was like a, just like a not even a high school pitch, maybe like a little league pitch that I could probably throw. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. He just sent it out the park. He was literally throwing. A, if you guys have time after the show, go look it up. He literally just threw a lob pitch. It, it, it was something you would see when you were like 10 years old playing baseball. It, I mean, what do you expect the guy to do? Just stand up there and just you know swing and miss on purpose? Like, come on, this is baseball. Like, it, when it's you're the up professional by professional leagues, when you're up by 30 points in a football game and you bring up the backup quarterback, what is he just going to snap the ball and you know take a knee or just hand it off? No, he's going to play and he's just going to you know try and play his best. He doesn't get the playing time as much. He's going to go out there and perform. You know, it's not my fault your team's losing by 30 points. Just play better. I know, just play better at that point. It's like, come on. But if he's meant to hit, he's gonna have to send it out the park. That's what I'm saying, and it just it makes no sense to me whatsoever. I just can't believe that there's still more buzz about that. And even last year, like last year, I can kind of understand. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with it, but I mean. If you're up by like let's say eight runs, I think it was, and you and you got bases loaded, and you hit a grand slam on a three zero count, I mean, don't complain about it. You put yourself in a, you put yourself in that position if you're a pitcher. I mean, just pitch better. <laughs> it's that simple. Yeah. Just don't. If it happens to the Astros, no one cares. Yeah, they they get what they deserve. Yeah, honestly, I think there was more. <laughs> I think I think players face more punishment for speaking out about the ruling of the Astros than the actual players on the Astros yeah. did, which it, is kind of stupid. Yeah, the, this guy hits a home run off of someone throwing 45, but the Astros essentially cheat out of a World Series. Well, yeah, they did cheat. Yeah. the cheated, cheated the Yankees out of a World Series, essentially, because they were smoking them at home. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I'm a Yankee fan. That I will never forget that year. It was one of my favorite Yankee teams of all time just because we weren't expected to win. Like, it, it was a, going into a year where we weren't making – we didn't make the playoffs the previous year. It was a team that had a lot of question marks, a lot of young talent. You know, I think we called up Aaron Judge in like August of 2016, like the season before, and he played maybe a couple of games, so we didn't even know what we had there. But then all of a sudden, Aaron Judge just hits 52 home runs in a season, and you're like, holy cow. You're like, this team just, you know, made the playoffs, hit 50-plus home runs. He was second in MVP voting as a rookie. It's like, okay, this is this is kind of crazy. And he just had a lot of – it was just a lot of uncertainties and unexpected events that occurred – and then once you got out and got Stanton and all those kind of guys, and you know even now you're you're kind of expecting it. It's not as exciting to make the playoffs. You're like, okay, now it's time to make the World Series. But back then it was like not expecting it whatsoever. It's kind of like this Knicks teams this year, if you think about it. Yeah, like this Knicks team for sure. It was very unexpected out of them. Julius Randle kind of just plays out of his mind for sure. Most improved player. He might get like a few MVP votes, but for sure most improved player. He should be by lengths and boundsies completely changed that team and I bet the Knicks are in for a big uh, like a big 
all-star this year coming to New York. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's very similar with Randall coming on the scene kind of like Aaron Judge. The piece is kind of coming together, not expected it. Uh, and, and, and they're going to go to the playoffs in what is a series against the Atlanta Hawks that many believe in me as a Knicks fan, they can they can win. But what's interesting is Vegas has Atlanta favored to win that series. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on that? I, and you know, Knicks versus Atlanta, I I think it's like a toss-up, to be honest with you. I, I like the Knicks. I, you know, the fan base definitely deserves something. You know, they haven't really been, they ha- the franchise has not seen success since they made the playoffs in 2013 with Melo. And, you know, really, for those of us born, you know, around like 1999, 2000, 2001, 2002, you know, that's around the time when all of us have been born at Rutgers. So people our age have not really seen the Knicks have success in any time. That being said, Hawks are obviously good. Trey Young is great. I, I don't know how the Knicks are going to do. I think just the fact that they made the playoffs is a big accomplishment. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, the, the Knicks, is they're a very good defensive team. That's what they really rely on. Uh, they don't really score that many points. I think they average 107 points per game, and they give up 104, which is like first in the league for giving up points. I think they're also first in opponent uh, field goal percentage, three-point percentage, and they're fourth overall in deficient, uh, defensive efficiency. So it's going to be a tough task for the Knicks to kind of contain this Atlanta Hawks offense that's been really, really efficient this year with a, a bunch of pieces just out, not even just Trey Young. You know, John Collins, you got Clint Capella on the boards. You got a lot of talent on that team. It's definitely going to be a tough series, but it's definitely the team as a Knicks fan that I wanted them to play. I'm glad we avoided the Bucks. I'm glad we avoided you know the playing games so this is the ideal situation and I'm and I'm glad we also dodged the heat because we all know what the heat bring to the table especially with you know Eric Spolstra and the run they made last year yeah especially in the playoffs teams just you know play different especially with coaching like Eric Spolstra it's completely different in the playoffs you just got to make the playoffs at that point with some of those teams once they're in the playoffs they play it completely different and that will do it for the Tuesday crew Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Dylan Allen alongside Christian Vasquez and Doug Willig on the Opals for tonight's show. Hope you guys enjoyed.